welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the movie Mission Impossible, one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nathan. I'm Rick. And I'm Alex. Alex, welcome back for another day of Minute Impossible. Uh, thanks for having me back, <laughs> Jonathan and friends. <laughs> it's Jonathan and friends. <laughs> well, back again with Alex Thompson I'll from the Galaxy there Quest Minute. For you. Yes, just keep singing Sorry. that while I uh, while I uh, explain who's. <laughs> Don't it. sing any more of it. We've got to pay the rights. <laughs> our, our, my co-hosts tonight are Nathan Renly from a Goofy Movie Minute and Rick Ingham from Mad Max Minute. Witness Whoa. me. Witness. Bumping my microphone. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'll be there for you. These guys were nice enough. Uh, Chris has laryngitis this week, so he's got a laryngitis all week, unfortunately. So <laughs> we're doing the podcast without him. We miss him. Chris, get better. Yeah. It's an aggressive strain of laryngitis. It lasts. Don't listen to these week. episodes, Chris. <laughs> He'll probably be better by Thursday, though, right? Like, how long does laryngitis last? Yeah. Oh, he has the four day laryngitis. Oh, no, no. All right, we're on minute 57. Minute 57 begins with Langley did once we, again. Did we ever introduce Rick? I don't know if I missed that. No, I, I, I got introduced. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I was I was busy singing Friends theme song. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Hey, Alex, why, why don't you worry about your own damn podcast and not worry about mine? All right? Yeah. I produce my own. We're all adults here. Yeah. We need you to quiet down with the singing because Jonathan has to introduce the Heinz 57 minute. That's true. <laughs> Oh, God. It's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a roll and everything, talking about, oh, it doesn't matter. Here we go. This minute begins with us showing us a picture of Langley again and Luther peeking out of the back of a fire truck and ends with Billy D or William Donlow asking the security operator in the outside room if she needs anything. <sighs> I mean, I, I created more innuendo than I really wanted to when I said that, but... You know, do some you people just can't anything? take a hint. Do you need anything? Can I get you anything, Denise? I told you 12 times, William, I'm not going out with you. Stop asking. There are uh, tons of fire engines outside of Langley right now. Uh, so this isn't just an IMF team only thing where they just bring one fire engine. They, they've called in the entire fire department. For, for the amount of fire engines that I hear and sirens, no one seems super panicked. Maybe five people run up to the revolving door and kind of look out like you would in a movie or a play where you're cheating the cheating the camera just so you're getting shot. These are extras, and they're not very good. But we see running through the uh, revolving door are three firemen, and one of them has a mustache and looks super like uh, Ethan Hunt. But it can't be Ethan Hunt. He has a mustache. That's true. And, and, and he comes in, and in an accent that can only be described as his Foghorn Leghorn accent, <laughs> which he used earlier in the movie. I say, boy, I say, there's a fire in your building, boy. I think we feel, well, it is Virginia, so the, the the fact that they're doing an accent is fine. Yeah. It's just that Tom Cruise only seems to be able to do one accent in this movie, and it's <clears> that <throat> accent. <laughs> well, I guess he did do a Russian accent in the beginning of the movie, but he was speaking Russian, so I don't know how good his Russian accent was. I hate to go backwards, but when Ving Rames is in the fire truck, his pupils just darting back and forth in the most suspicious way possible. <laughs> he look, he looks like a dog who's been left in the car. Yeah. Ving, I want you to look like you just stole cookies out of a cookie jar and you are hiding them from your mom. And you're a cartoon. Uh, Mr. De Palma, Mr. De Palma, can you please like crack a window or something? Because 
I'm a giant man and I'm stuck back in the back of this tiny fire engine and I do not like it. This uh, Mr. De Palma, this, this is engine the worst. is poorly ventilated, sir. You know, it wouldn't be so bad if craft services didn't come one in with the Mexican menu that day. <laughs> oh. oh that whole that whole that whole thing stunk to high heaven. I have I have mole sauce I have mole sauce on my uh on my keyboard now and I Mr. De Palma, please don't put me in the back of this fire engine. <laughs> I can't breathe. This is not going to pick up. I guarantee you when I get to this recording, it's just going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's going to sound like. Arby's, we have the meats. We got the meats. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's. I can't do that voice anymore. I'm going to get laryngitis. <laughs> well, Luther obviously is in there hacking the air system and the fire suppression controls. Faking there's a fire. Great. <laughs> Did he get on their Wi-Fi? Uh, that 1996 Wi-Fi? No, we know they have. We have. They have modems. I assume they have satellite modems. Like they're not wireless modems, but they are to a satellite and back down. It's. I, I have a feeling the satellite's probably right above Langley anyway. So he's he's hacking the shortest distance right now, which is all the way up into space and then back down to Langley. Well, at least they're not doing something so obvious as like running an Ethernet cable out a window or something like that. <laughs> Can you plug me in to your Ethernet board? <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Can we hook up to your internet and run our sewer line into your bathroom? <laughs> What's uh. the password? <laughs> Is it capital letters and numbers or just all lowercase? Anyway, at second nine, we see the giant seal on the floor. That giant seal is famous. Hey, that giant seal is famous, but not that one. That <laughs> one is very small compared compared to the actual giant seal. That it looks fake. the The eagles outlined really poorly. Yeah, Nathan, that's why I had you on this podcast. <laughs> Set dressing. Hey, that looks fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like this is a movie and not real life. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, they didn't even get it close. It's uh, the the real one's sixteen feet across. And it's a different, uh, it's a whole different logo. Mm. And I, this is what we were talking about it um, on last episode, talking about the the white room and what happens if it's soundproof and if a tour goes through. I learned the CIA does have a museum. Oh, and it is in oh. that it is in that main hallway. Guess mm. what? Do you guys want to go? Totes. You can't because it's only for people from the CIA. Oh, uh, well, that's cool. Only people in the CIA can go to the CIA museum. Oh, you know, I bet every year at Christmas, the managers hand out passes to that museum to their employees that work at Langley. And I'm sure it's probably the most disappointing gift anyone has ever received. <laughs> oh, I get to go to the museum again. It's artifacts, weapons and objects designed for specific operations. Half of it's not classified and half of it is. <laughs> does but that who is this museum for? So does the museum include exploding gum? Oh no, that's uh, IMF, so it can be disavowed. <laughs> oh, okay. The IMF museum is pretty lacking, actually. <laughs> I've been to it. It's in the Mall of America, which is weird, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's in, it's in a Build a Bear workshop in the back. <laughs> it also is in a giant, pristine white room with really good air conditioning, though. So I I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Oh, is that the Build a Bear where you can get the tiny cameras to put inside the little mm-hmm. nanny cam ones? Yep. I say. 
That's your tax dollars hard at work right there. <laughs> Snuggles is watching you. Oh, and just uh, speaking of tax dollars, that CIA uh, museum also has a website. It's devoted to telling you about the museum you can't go to and list nothing in it or any hours. Top secret. The, the hours are listed as nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Ethan, Claire, and Krieger are dressed as firemen. <laughs> they run Wait, in. Wait, Claire's in that Ethan- group? I didn't even notice. Yeah, Rick. Women can be firemen, too. <laughs> I believe the correct term is fire person because there's a it's woman person here. of fire person, person of, of fire. fire. Yes. Thank you. She is a person of fire, just yes. like Ethan is. Yes. I just don't usually look at mustachio gentlemen and say, oh, I wonder if that's Emmanuel Bayart in there. <laughs> but then again, maybe I just don't go to the right bars. Yeah. Rick, fire I treat fitress. every man. I treat every man like he has a beautiful French woman inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't kink shame. Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not yucking anybody's yum. If they want to do that, go for it. So who <laughs> were in this... all the other fire trucks? <laughs> other firemen. Shut up with your logic. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they like recruit people to be part of this mission? But like, don't ask any questions. Just drive your fire truck up, park, and then stay in the fire No, they truck. just joined into their fire brigade. I'm sh- they, the, the fire alarm is real. They were just sitting there in their fire truck and went, ooh, a fire. Let me join. I'm going. But how come none of the other firemen went in if the fire is real? <laughs> I don't, maybe they're coming up. I, Nathan, you're asking the hard questions I can't answer right now. What did we just say about plot holes in Mission Impossible? <laughs> did they just wait until there was a fire to do this plan? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. It, it says Langley, but you don't read underneath. It says three years later. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the scene where they're at a surplus auction buying old fire... St- fire uh, trucks so that they can put a control room in the back of one well poor krieger has been the guy who has to get all this equipment he had in the last week he had to get all the equipment for luther all that state-of-the-art laptops and stuff with like crypto and all this weird with these weird jargon and i can't imagine he's like yes i need to get to um let's see four laptops oh and a red fire engine please <laughs> <laughs> they're like I'm, what did you just say a fire engine yes we need a a helicopter, a knife, some rope, and a fire engine. <laughs> One fake face. Your Sean Renault impression sounds like Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, uh, actually, my Jean Renault is down here, but I forgot for a second. And it always goes back up to... It always goes back up to Clouseau. <laughs> and it turns into Mario by the end. So it's it's not good. It's not good, guys. This is... This is unlistenable, okay? I know it. Everyone else knows it. That's kind of like his career, right? Leon the Professional, Mission Impossible, Godzilla. Pick up. And then, then what? Yeah, we haven't have actually heard him in this minute, but he in this week, you're not going to hear his voice, except he'll say one word in this entire week, and it's in French. He's like, well, he's, he says, like, what's up or something. I don't know what he says. That's not we'll get to the, When we get to that minute, he does say something. Um, But in this minute, getting back to... This freaking minute, uh, at minute seventeen, at second seventeen, there is a lot of ADR. This is the first time in the movie that I, I've blatantly heard ADR. I'm sure there was a little bit of it when they were at the uh, embassy earlier on, but this is really the first time I've heard it. And it's a lot of, uh, yeah, we heard there was an alarm in sector twenty one. I mean, it's, it's, it's definite ADR. And mm-hmm. then we see two, two, two guards, and these two guards don't have names. They're just two 
nondescript CIA agents or CIA guards. And they are talking to him and saying, you can't go anywhere where there's not a fire alarm. Ving Rhames hears this and types in. What does he type in? He says, activate, activate. alarm. He's point and click in his little hot box of uh, Mexican takeout. <laughs> and he's he's Dutch ovening himself with flavor. He types it in and, and Sector 21 lights up. Now, you may think that these security guards are nobodies. <laughs> then you haven't read the book. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't tell me they have an awkward kissing scene, too. Each of them has a trilogy in the Mission Impossible EU. Oh, my God. They make out so hard in this book. Um, the first one's named John, and the second one is also named John. <laughs> John's security guard. No, no. One of them is named after someone who's on this podcast tonight. I'm going to let you guess. Galaxy um, Quest Minute. <laughs> Well, there's two guys. There's a, a, a black security guard and a, a white dude on a phone. The black security guard's name is security guard Richard McIntyre. He is a veteran of Bosnia. He received a Purple Heart for rescuing three people and was shot in the leg. And he he is the uh, war hero. And then the other guy's name, Akers, gets no first name, just Akers. A-K-E-R-S. His first name is he Green. Has, he's like Madonna. <laughs> And he has no military training of any kind, so screw that guy. <laughs> so what was the first yeah, guy again? <clears throat> that is Richard McIntyre. You right. won't see him again. <laughs> so Richard McIntyre, he used to be a soldier, and then he took a bullet in the knee? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And got to work at... Yeah. Yep, they made him a guard at the TA. That's actually a pretty good gig. And then at some point, he lost his competence, because nothing seems suspicious about the fire department showing up before the alarm goes off to him. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Don La- and then Ackers is like, you can't go in there because it hasn't lit up. And then it lights up, and of course they send the guy who is a nobody <laughs> off with the <laughs> the three firemen, and they go running off down the hallway. Yeah, don't send the war hero because that would be useful. <laughs> well, he can't run. Got <laughs> shot like, in the leg. <laughs> there's a fire. They're like, we heard that there was a fire, uh, but we don't want to check out those rooms. We would really like to check out the top secret room. Is is there <laughs> a fire the, in there? The reason why they're going to section twenty one is. The fireman says, do you want this fire all throughout the entire building? As if air conditioning pulls fire to different rooms. <laughs> Maybe That's not does. how fire works. <laughs> fire doesn't crawl through vents. It's not like John McClane or anything. It'll never get pet through the laser web. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's our mortal enemy, laser webs. <laughs> That's the fire, by the way. That's how it talks. The, yeah, I think they, I, they probably meant smoke. You know, turning off the air conditioning is probably a smart idea if there is a fire with smoke, but that's not what he says, and he's a fireman. He should know better. Did you see Backdraft? They say where there's smoke, there's fire, and um, do we see any smoke? Nope, we also don't see any fire. Yeah, I didn't think so. Where there's an alarm in Sector 21, there's fire. (laughs) No, where there's an alarm in Sector 21, there's an air conditioning. Because they won't let him in. But yeah, they fake a fire. I guess they are. Is that what they're doing? Is they're faking a fire in Section 21? Yeah. Yeah, That's the only way he's allowed in? All right. Where there's Snoke, there's fire. (laughs) (laughs) Where there's Snoke, you're fired. So yeah, he's not suspicious at all the fact that they're like, you can't go in there unless there's an alarm that goes off in 21. There's no alarm going off in 21. And he's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, There's an alarm. 21. There's an alarm. And then like, all right, it's like every other Mission Impossible movie where they have an ID and they use it the first time and it doesn't work, but then it works the second time. <laughs> That's true. It's an- every one of those people, just shoot them. Yeah. Just be like, doesn't work the first time, you're dead. 
And then oh, the fire I'm... takes off its mask and it's Tom Cruise. The fire <laughs> takes off its mask? Yeah. It's fire camo. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it, second uh, 45, they go running down a marble hallway. They're they're still in London. We know they're not, they didn't shoot any of this stuff in Langley, Virginia. This is all shot in uh, London. So they're running down a hallway, which is obviously fake, but it's got a great seal, big gold shield on the back door, on the back wall with a couple of... Uh, Couple of flags, and again, people seem very calm. That these three people are running through looking for a fire. <laughs> Every person they've passed, just kind of like, all right, well, okay, yeah, well, yeah, well, another day, another dollar. Yeah. And then at second fifty, Claire, well, uh, for Rick's benefit, Rick, Claire peels off. <laughs> and goes into a storage closet. Oh, so the fireman, the big burly fireman, who gingerly slows and sneakily slides into the side room in a very feminine way. That's Claire? Yes. yes. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's actually An- uh, Andy Circus CGI. Yeah. yeah, they had to mocap this entire thing. Claire wasn't there for the ha- second half. Claire of the doesn't actually exist. <laughs> She's completely CGI in 1996. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... She- She's Andy Circus like- with a lot of dots on his face. Yeah. They, they they made Toy Story around then, so they had the right technology for it. So I want to I want to call out the Hollywood hacking on this one though for a second. Why would a system allow you to manually trigger a fire alarm? Because he <laughs> Luther is a super hacker. He's a super hacker. He can do things the system physically does not allow you to do. Yeah, he had three laptops. Everybody knows if yeah. you've got three laptops, you're a super hacker. <laughs> if he only had like one or two, that would be something else entirely. But he's got three, so. Super hacker. Whereas in the real world, three laptops means I need to do something. I need three screens and I don't have the cables to hook them up to the same computer. <laughs> and then right at the end of the minute, we've got uh, William Dunlow is putting his card in and going to get more food. This guy is a snack monster. Oh, I'm I mean, hungry. You know, I had my had, had he had his uh, he had his uh, sarsaparilla tea yesterday or whatever day it was. <laughs> It's hibiscus, actually. He's got the exact same interface on the outside of that room that he had on the inside. And with the same little blue screen, the same... Uh, did we say they were pink dots or red dots? I, I can't tell from red, Like little red angles. But uh, it would... It almost looks... I think the, the pin pad is actually out from the wall, but it would make sense if he had to put his card on one side of the wall and then it slides through the wall and then he picks it up on the other side because he's picking up the card as he walks away from the panel. Well, I think he has to log himself out. Mm. So he's he's actually logging himself out of the system again. I think he has to do that every time. I There, there doesn't seem like there's a reason why. They're, they're not really explaining that part of it really well. Mm. But they, they seem to be taking him... Uh, he Because he's, he's doing that. If I was the security lady, I'd be like... Jesus, William, you just ate something yesterday and you set off this freaking alarm. Can you, I, I wish there was a giant handmade sign on that big door to the white room. It just said, William Donlow, stop taking snacks, no food and drinks in white room. You know that when they built this thing, they were so impressed with the security system. But then it's just like later, they've just got the password written on a sticky note on there and they've let it slide. They're like, no one's ever going to break in here. What were we thinking? I got to tell you, as someone who's worked in a place where you've got to swipe a card to get out of the building, it's miserable because then they can track every time you take a break. Mm. You know, and then Mm. someone comes to you in six months and goes, you step out of the building every 20 minutes and you go, I have a crippling addiction to cigarettes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
That checks well, out. William Donlow isn't smoking. He's <sighs> snacking. You had to get out of that room. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy. You'll be like, uh, like Rocket Man, you know? You'll go you'll have isolation. <laughs> oh, William Donlow is already insane. This is my headcanon. He's insane already. <laughs> You've he, painted he the ceiling it. of the Sistine Chapel in your MREs. He is he is so over this job that that paper that he keeps taking with him he's just writing in the crossword puzzle all the people he's going to murder <laughs> that's all he's doing all work and no play I'm going to purchase a Tech Nine and I'm gonna shoot Jeff and Dave and Cindy because she sucks what's his name again William Donlow Willie D all work and no play makes Willie Donlow. <laughs> <laughs> Dull boy. Forgot his name again. <laughs> <laughs> he is so bland. His name is not rememberable. It doesn't register. He is the white guy in the white room. He is like the whitest guy. <laughs> hey, William, why are you carrying around a newspaper from the Kennedy assassination? They've got the, That's weird, right? They've got the knock list later on on the train. They put it in the computer and just says... All work and no play makes Bill a dull boy. <laughs> what the hell is this, Ethan? Why does the whole knock list say William Dunlow and give his address <laughs> like he wants us to murder him? <laughs> I just opened up MacGuffin.doc. <laughs> that's all that's on there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where this minute ends. Uh, luckily, there's tons of tech to talk about. Um, so let's do that now, gentlemen. Uh, this time I'm going to start with our guest, Alex. Our guest number one, Alex Thompson. My tech of the app has got to be Luther's laptop that can trigger a fire alarm. With a really long extension cord. That's not deep enough. With a really long extension cord. <laughs> oh, there's no alarm in Sector 21. There is now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. His his uh yeah, he has the state of the art crypto laptops right now. Yep. So, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, it's the risk by you, Rick. I love the idea of Luther's laptops, but I have to give props to the fact that the entire fire engine is a mobile tech lab. It's not only good for taking out fires, but it's good for taking out fire walls, and so it ah. works on so many different levels. Plus, it's oh, yeah. probably got a ladder on it, so that works on multiple levels too. Yeah, I think I think that uh, that's a one up on that one. I I don't know if Nathan can beat that. Nathan, can you beat a? At the end, he goes into a room and there's a a vending machine. So that's like a it's like your corner newspaper stand, but it's but it's just a robot makes change for you, and you could get a nice candy bar. Nathan, I think I've had to do this to you before. That doesn't actually happen in this minute, so I'm going to have to disqualify your answer. I thought it flashed to it. (laughs) (laughs) You did only get this an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to re I'm going to re I'm going to reevaluate. You're back in. We get um, the implication of a vending machine because he asks the uh, the security lady if she wants anything. Uh, he infers. He infers that he's going yeah. to a, uh, a a vending machine. Yeah. Well, how about this? How about the other fire truck, the one that's not a mobile tech lab, the one that just puts <laughs> out fires for all Americans? Hey, those people are heroes. Yeah. So yes, and they do it. Yeah. They do it for free. They don't even charge you afterward. Nope. 
<laughs> I'm going to pick... Um, all right, mine's going to have to be the desk that CIA security guard Richard McIntyre, veteran of Bosnia, and Ackers stand at. Because that thing controls the entire Langley, this entire division of Langley. They don't move unless there is a, a, a something on that screen telling them to move. They can't make decisions on their own. So that tech is tech of the app for me. Because it somehow is to keep t- making two people, one of them a war vet, completely, completely listen to everything it says. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. If we if we're gonna vote, you know, oh God, they're all so good, and we don't have to vote for it yet. When we get to tech of the week, we get to vote for it. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a close one because this week's got a lot of them. We got Robo Fire Engine, actual Fire Engine, <laughs> computer inside of Fire Engine, <laughs> computer outside of Fire Engine. So everything's very Fire Engine adjacent. I'm so I'm super excited. I'm super excited for tomorrow. <laughs> so speaking of tomorrow, can everyone come back? Oh, I'll be here. I'm going to be here too. I, I'll catch a flight. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best. All right, Alex. Well, Alex, thank you again for coming. Nathan, <clears throat> Rick, thank you for being my co-host th- today. We'll see you on Minute 58. You can always catch us on Instagram at Minute Impossible, on Twitter at Min Impossible, and our Facebook group, The Impossible Minute Force. I've been Jonathan. I'm Nathan. I'm Rick. I'm still Alex. This podcast will self-destruct in kaboom. <laughs> Wait, what is it again? <coughs> I have no short-term will memory. Self-destruct. <laughs> this podcast will destruct. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Let's start the minute. There's my voice. Why is it so low? Hold on a second. There we are. Stupid recording volume. There we are. Better. Speak up. Let the people hear you talk. Hey, it's me. It's the many voices I do. (laughs) Many voices. All mediocre. (laughs) All of them terrible. (laughs) Oh, that's what we're we're known for. This podcast is where podcasters come to do bad impressions. Mm. And every week I think it's going to be proving it wrong. I prove it right every week. (laughs)